Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Boulevard just off 430. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by. In Northwest Arkansas, Ray Tucker, I'm Randy Rainwater. Today from the Capitol Hotel, downtown Little Rock, very special occasion. This is the Brawls Award. And uh, Raymond, I'm not sure how many we've had the privilege to cover, but uh, I know it goes back to probably the 90s because I've got uh, in my my little book, I've got Coach McPherson, Dick McPherson, I've got Coach Frank Brawls, I've got Coach Daryl Royal, yeah, had him on at one time. So this has always been a great occasion, and this will be the nation's best assistant and coach. One of the things you find out, one of the things you find out, Randy, is how sharp the, all these young guys are. Uh, you've got some some coaches that have been around for a long, long time, and you've got some up and comers, assistants and offense coordinator, defense coordinator, whatever they might be. But they are so so talented and, and, and super sharp. We will be joined by Mike Bobo. He is the Georgia Offensive Coordinator, quarterback coach. He has been here before, as the old saying goes. Phil Parker, he is the Iowa Defensive Coordinator and Safeties Coach. Sharon Moore, we've seen a lot of him lately on the sidelines for the uh, Michigan Wolverines. Uh, Offensive Coordinator, Offensive Line Coach, Will Stein, out of Oregon, the offensive coordinator, quarterback coach, Mike Denbrock, uh, Denbrock, LSU's offensive coordinator and tight end. And with that being said, if I can get my calendar, get everything in order, we are joined first by Coach Phil Parker by way of the Iowa Hawkeyes. What is loud? Coach, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, tough loss you had over... The weekend you took on the Michigan Wolverines, but uh, your defense battled, but your offense just couldn't quite get get it going on Saturday. Well, obviously uh, Michigan's a good football team, and I thought our kids went out there and competed as hard as they could and never gave up. It didn't matter what the score was, so I was very pleased the way they kept on fighting uh, all the way to the last play. And uh, that's all you look for in, in some players is make sure that they're playing the game the way they want to play it and the way we see them the way they should be playing it. And uh, just love their effort and their toughness. Coach, have you ever had a player who in one season alone tallied 155 tackles and that is Jay Higgins. And Jay's very special is uh, obviously he had a great mentor and uh, Jack Campbell that's playing for the Lions right now but you know uh, Jay Higgins was a student of the game he's like having a coach out there in the field uh, really invested in his time and his effort of preparing to be the best that he can be and making sure that he knew the communications was good from the front to the back and you know you really when you see that with kids you're just so happy the way they buy in and they love the game of football and it really shows about the investment that they have and obviously he's a guy that can find the ball and the better the time you can find the ball is the preparation that he did and how he went about his business every week. You had a cohort in Nick Jackson who was one tackle short of 100, but 
I mean, that's quite a tandem when you can run out two guys like that. They are definitely game stoppers. Yeah, I would tell you, Nick, you know, he came in from Virginia. He was a great asset to us when we were losing, you know, a couple of starting linebackers last year. And, and for him to come in in the summertime and learn a different system, I think he's went like his fourth coordinator at the time and, you know, position coach. So I think he's uh, he really adapted and really improved every week and every game and you know he's still improving and I, I really like the way he made his progress through the whole year just for being here for you know almost six months because he had to stick it out until after the springtime to come to us there are two terms we use on this program over and over again uh, i think we've got a over under on how many times we say it a day but i want to get your thoughts a on the transfer portal and b n i l Okay, well, you know, you, you want to sit there and talk about the transfer portal. I think uh, what's really happened is the speed up in recruiting that we're letting guys, uh, you know, recruiting kids when they're too young, you know, and they're not mature enough. And, and I always believe you got to get to know somebody, and we're signing players without being in the parents' homes and the kids' home. And I think it's very hard to recruit kids into your program that you don't know enough about. And people are making decisions on potential and some of the hype that maybe when you start evaluating the kids sometimes they get a little bit more hype than they 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 deserve and not saying that's wrong or nothing but uh you know the stars and stuff really don't mean anything to us as as a program we want to make sure that we're finding the right fit for us you got to look at different qualities of a kid and you know how is he brought up you know can he can this kid fit into our program and what is his work ethic does he love the game of football so that's what we try to do there in that aspect of in recruiting it's kind of gone wild you know before i used to sit in there and i remember recruiting michael hyde uh a long time ago and i remember going to six of his practices and sitting in the house with his mom and you know single mom and seeing how he does and just to know what kind of kid he was or where he's going and when he came to iowa very successful and um, obviously playing really well in the nfl um so those types of things there are interesting you know desmond king is another guy that you went over and recruited and found out he's going to ball state but you just look at him and there's different things now you don't have that time you don't have that time because everybody's committing early when they're 10th grade some are ninth graders and then you know people develop over time and the same thing with when kids come into our program they develop you know from the freshman year on and every year sometimes you see it bi-weekly sometimes you see it you know in a month sometimes it takes a little bit longer for some other guys you just got to make sure you you get the right ones that are looking for the right thing and then going with the nil stuff uh, you know eventually uh, i think this has uh, got to be taken under control you know you either put a salary cap on it or do something like that i think some guys uh losing the uh what football is really about and and that's kind of the sad thing a little bit about all this nil stuff they need to put a salary cap on it um and if you want to put them on contract and you know they have all the rights and sometimes i think when you should be able to cut them and rehire them or do it on protection you know i mean the productivity and um, i just think it gets out of hand and i know a lot of the numbers that are out there that you know, nobody really knows what the real numbers are with some of these guys over here. A lot of it exaggeration. Some of it is, some of it isn't. But this stuff's been going on long before the NIL stuff. Let's get it. You know, we all know that. It just now becomes, you know, a little bit over. Instead of under the table, it's on top of the table. And I just hopefully that we can get this straightened up. And you know, but I, 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 I know one thing. I just, I go when I recruit. I'm looking for a certain type of guy, and I'm looking for a guy that likes to play the game and you know that, that to me is what I look for is guys that want to play and want to play in a good program and what's important to them and play the game you know football is a violent game and you need to make sure you get the right guys and especially on defense for us and offense either I mean everybody's got to be tough it's a tough game we're trying not to make it tough anymore you can't tackle anymore <laughs> You know what I mean? So I mean, yeah, we, we know exactly what you mean. So, and it's an entertainment business, and it kind of got it's kind of sideways in that aspect of you know they need points being you know 
on the board, or you're not going to keep the fans, you know, watching the TVs and the advertisement companies get a little bit mad because they're not getting enough income from the advertisement. But uh, so the point system, you know, what I mean, nobody wants to see a, a 10-9 game or you know, or 12 to 7 game anymore. It's all about you know keeping people uh, watching the game of football, which is is a great game and. Just the respect that I have for it and the way I like to go about business, I, I think we, you know, that's what we try to do. Coach, uh, talking about the NIL, is there any indication that the NCAA is ready to do something about all this? I'm not really uh, sure because uh, I don't know enough about who's actually in the NCAA. <laughs> I, there's always only first-name basis in that aspect of it, but I don't know if they were. It's going to have to be, everybody's going to have to get together, I think, in, in major college football and make, you know, come together and say, hey, let's, let's, put, let's put a salary cap on this. Let's make sure we know what we're doing here. Every team has a salary cap all the way across the country instead of just parts and pieces of what's going on. I, that's what I think has to happen. Um, I don't know if that's ever going to get there because there's just, there's too many people involved and just don't know what direction to go. They kind of lost control of it, in my opinion. And and just so many decisions that are made, you just don't understand why they make them and how they make them. And, and sometimes as a coach, you sit back there and say, how can they make that decision? You know, on certain things. But, you know, it's... Uh, I don't know who's going to do it, who's going to start it, but I think it, it starts with, you know, the commissioners of each league, or you know, the, and the organizations on the university. They got to all come together, and you know, sit at a table instead of you know, behind the doors and everybody else is making the decisions. I think everybody needs to get together and let's straighten this thing out. The big bombshell in college uh, college sports this year was expansion of the Big Ten. Your thoughts on that? It's very interesting, you know. You know, now we got uh, from coast to coast, you know, and I think that's a that was a big thing for the push to get to it. And but I don't know if they're thinking about the academic part of it uh, because these are student athletes still, and we're now we're we're taking them from one side of the coast to the east side of the coast to the west side of the coast, and I think it's going to be a, a challenging thing for for everybody. And I know that the NFL does it, but that's. That's a little bit what they do, right? That's their job, and that's a full-time job. But they're not going to classes and stuff like that. What the things that they have to do. So it's a little bit different, I guess, for the NFL to do that. But for college students to be traveling that far, it's really going to be uh, challenging. And uh, you know, the trips out there, the trips what they have to make across all the way. I think USC would have to go to Rutgers, or that's a long trip. You know, and when you time you fly there, get back, and how many days you got to be there before, and then time you get back, there's a lot of little different things you you got to account for that I don't know if anybody knows. Even you know, in the Big Ten, to where we go from one place to the other, it's sometimes some distance is a problem. I'll say it; it's asinine. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think you're going to need a separate plane for the advisors. Uh, the tutors, and then you have another plane for the athletes because it's it's rather overwhelming. Coach Bill Parker, our very special guest, he is one of the Brawls nominees for the uh, Iowa Hawkeyes, and uh, that will all be happening tomorrow. Um, Phil, have you? I, I know by now you're quite aware of the Brawls Award. What would it mean to you if you were fortunate enough to win the Brawls Award? Well, the one thing about you look at the history of some of the people that have been on it, and, and um, you know, I have some friends that have won this award and been to the event and maybe didn't win the award, but how special that you guys treat us here when you come down here, and I think that was, uh, it's a big honor just to be a part of this group and to be selective out of how many different assistant coaches there are in the country, to be sitting here as one of the five. It's very humbling. Um, you know, the one thing about it is it, it takes a team, and if I'd say anything, is it's the, uh, you know, the people in my room and the defensive side of the ball is, you know, I got, you know, Seth Wallace, Calvin Bell, Jay uh, Neiman, 
and then I got some, you know, analysts that are in there, and one's my son, Tyler Parker, and Shane Velo, and Adam Cox is a former player in there as a GA, and then I got Jack Kerner in there as a GA. So when you have those guys, those eight guys in there, and the input that they can give to you, and it really takes a team. And then, it, you know, the leadership of our head coach that's been there for 25 years, and I've been lucky to be in the same, you know, same school for 25 years as a position coach and now being the defensive coordinator secondary coach to be able to be part of something i think is really special and and uh but it takes a team you know the leadership it takes uh, from the head coach all the way down to all the way down to the janitors in the, in the building that are helping and that's why it's been so much of a pleasure to stay at one place it's uh very rewarding to see our guys compete at some high levels and you know, the year that we had here going, you know, we ended up in, I think, 10-3. and three, But just the way they handled adversity and the way you're going to see in life, there's going to be a lot of turns that you're going to get in life and how do you handle them. And I think it teaches a lot of lessons. And sometimes I think these guys get taught a lot more lessons in the game of football than sometimes in some in the classrooms that they have. I think they get a little bit more uh, detail what affects their life a little bit more and how to handle the adverse things that do come. If this was 2024, I think we'd have a hard time talking to you because you would probably be preparing for a college football playoff contest coming up. But with this four, obviously losing to Michigan totally eliminate any chances Iowa had of making the four-team playoff. But do you like the idea, Phil, that it's going to expand to 12? I mean, there's always going to be somebody that's going to say, we got left out. We were deserving. But this was maybe how it ended for the college football playoffs to have such a great debate on the top four. And we know Florida State now got left out. Uh, So if there had been 12, then that wouldn't be a debate. Uh, Do you like the idea of expanding to 12? I think that's probably a good idea. I mean, it's like, do you keep on still playing, you know, 12-game season? Uh, so I think there's some things you got to start looking at because now you start getting in the, the playoff system and and uh, now you start going into January and you're you're getting into uh, another you know I think education problem of hey, these kids are supposed to be in school and you know some of these guys even in bowl games right now are missing some school at the beginning of January. Um, I think it's it's probably good for. The, I guess give everybody a little bit of chance. You look at Florida State; they, you know, they go undefeated. What's the worth? You know, actually, what what's a game worth of winning? Sure. You know, and how you win it. It just, you know, where's the payoff? And I know it's it's very hard and very, um, you know, there's no right answers to it. But you know, the basketball is at what 64, and then they get kind of like 68, yeah. And then they play, got a couple play, whatever yeah. it is. And then if you're the 69th one, you know, I mean, they do the same thing. So. Um, you know, so I, it's it's a changing world. You know what I mean? It went from, you know, used to recruit these kids in December all the way, and now you're you're getting them two or three years before that. And now, you know, we used to play ten games, and now we're you know at twelve, and then an extra one, and then now that you know the you know the championship games are what they're going through. I I think it's probably good to give other people a chance to get into the door doorway a little bit, but uh, really, it's really hard to say. Yeah. Okay. All right, Phil. I know they need you somewhere else. I've gotten a couple of dirty looks. But okay. Thank you so much for stopping by. Thank Phil you. Parker, defensive coordinator, University of Iowa. Uh, Rick, I didn't even get a chance to say hello. We just kind of jumped right into it. Good afternoon, Mr. Rick Schaefer. It is okay. Excellent <laughs> interview. I, you know, as Ray pointed out uh, at the very outset, these candidates are all going to be articulate and good. And, you know, the interesting thing is, Probably most, if not all of them, haven't been interviewed all year. Because yeah. if, if the other schools are like Arkansas and the head does all the talking, the assistants don't get to do many interviews. Right, right. So I think this is that's why this is always such a good deal, is to hear from these guys who don't get heard from very often. Yeah, and I will be, um, I, I doubt anything changes going forward in that process for Arkansas coaches, meaning You've got a former head coach in Bobby Petrino, but yeah. I doubt, same thing, Dan Enos was a 
former head coach, and we never heard from him. So no, I'm I guessing doubt we're going to see many, if any, changes. You know, yeah, one of the things, preseason. Uh, That's it. One of the things I'd like the NCAA to stop doing is stop calling them student athletes. They're athlete students. That's yeah. what they are. Yeah, Nolan, Nolan they Richardson did. called it. They're athlete yeah. students. <laughs> and so, so don't don't use that term anymore. Yeah. Uh, and, and we've allowed television, which I, I understand that's the driving force behind, behind all sports, is the TV contracts. But what what, what they're doing, like the Big Ten expanding, and these guys being a, going coast to coast, and and, and the, what we term the minor sports. Uh, look. They don't fly private planes. Uh, they, they, they fly commercial airliners. And they're going to miss so much school. And, and they're going to be some big, big problems arise out of this. Yeah, well, they, they are athlete students. That's the way it works. And uh, now it's money come first. Uh, I don't know if we, obviously you haven't had time to talk about this. A.J. Green's the latest Razorback to go into the transfer portal. And he's number eight. Uh, and then Cam Little's gone because of the NFL draft. So that's nine Razorbacks off this team that would have had eligibility next year that are now gone. And uh, they've brought one in, uh, offensive lineman, that's it. You know they're going to go after a whole lot of others. And a tied in. They'll, they'll yeah, get a tied that, in. That's right. They're going to get it. Yeah, that's right. He's committed. So that's two. And uh, and yet, you know, others are going to leave. And then they're going to have to bring plenty in. They're trying to salvage the recruiting class. And to your point earlier, Randy, one thing that head coaches have done with Pittman, like Pittman, each one of those assistant coaches will get a time with the media in the preseason, and that's it. So mm-hmm. you think about having somebody like Bobby Petrino on your staff, and you're going to get him in the preseason. They won't get to talk to him again until the preseason, and then that's it uh, for talking to him. So that's going to be that. That's really interesting. But it is nice that you've got those assistant coaches there. Was there a theme song for the uh, movie Wild Wild West? <laughs> We need we need there was. a TV I show. Yeah, it, yes. yeah. If we, if we we think it was wild before today. You, you just wait till yeah. they get to with this 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 portal. Yeah. Oh yeah. I know they it, shorten the much. window, but you just wait and see what happens. Uh, we we see Ohio State starting quarterback oh entered the portal. Oklahoma's quarterback entered the portal. Duke's quarterback entered the portal. And and think about it. Ohio State's playing in the Cotton Bowl, which is a really good game against Missouri. The guy started all every game this year. They lost one, and he's not going to play in the bowl, and he has eligibility. He's a senior, but he has eligibility. He's not going to play. And he is moving on. Amazing. All right. Drive Time Sports today, special edition. Brawls Award. 1037 The Buzz presents the Dodgeball Santa Tournament Sunday, December 10th at the Wood Rock Tech Park on Main Street. This festive dodgeball tournament features teams in their favorite holiday costumes competing for the coveted Giant Wrench. Teams are limited, so go get your team together and get registered today. The 2023 Dodgeball Santa Tournament presented by 1037 The Buzz benefits Ronald McDonald House Charities of Arkansas and North Louisiana. Get more info at dodgeballsanta.com. Special thanks to Rock City Tees. When you do something for over 45 years, you get really good at it. Like Bert here. He's been lifting weights for over 45 years. He can bench press a 400-pound nose guard, deadlift an elephant, even clean and jerk a truck filled with watermelons. Fantastic rep, Bert. We're a lot like Bert lifting weights, except we do it with insurance. Williamson Insurance, protecting your business and your family for over 45 years. Quality outdoor products in Alexander is your metal roofing superstore. 40-year warranty colors are available at only $289 a foot. 20-year colors are $259, and Gavaloom runs $249 a foot. A variety of seconds and overruns are currently available at $1.95 a foot. Come by quality. Quality outdoor products in Alexander, right next to the I-30 Speedway. Stop by the lot, call them at 501-455-0240 or check out their website, qualityoutdoor.net. With tens of thousands of satisfied patients across America, it's no surprise QC Kinetics gets five-star reviews. I'm feeling on top of the world because of QC Kinetics. I'm able to do the things that I wasn't able to do for a long time. I can recommend them highly. I would recommend QC to anybody. QC Kinetics says change 
changed my life. I couldn't believe it. I honestly was skeptical, but the pain went from a 10 to a 0. Real people with real lasting relief from joint pain. QC Kinetics Regenerative Medicine is regenerating me. I was super successful, and I recommend everyone seek out QC Kinetics as an alternative to surgery. This non-surgical approach is definitely the future. I tell as many people as possible. I am an ambassador. I love QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in advanced regenerative medicine. No drugs, no surgery. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Rock Resurrection Tour, starring Skillet. And Theory of a Dead Man. Friday, December 8th, Simmons Bank Arena. Same night, same stage. With special guest, St. Sonia. On sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Kill it. Theory of a Dead Man. Together live. This is David Dunn with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Did you know that in addition to being your home for heavy-duty diesel repair, we are also medium-duty specialists? Ford, Chevy, Dodge, service trucks to delivery vehicles, suspensions and after-treatment systems to engine repair. Don't pay high dealership prices with long wait times. Let Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer keep your heavy and medium-duty vehicles on the road doing their job. Take Exit 7 on I-440, 501-568-2185. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. You're safe at home with Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. And you're safe where you can also crave your hunger at Tacos for Life. You know, right now, short time till the end of the year, that means the rest of December, you can get that pepper, honey, chicken, pimento taco. That's right. It's a special. It's till the end of the year. You're going to love it. And guess what? You can order that for you, and you can order a kid's meal for your kids for 29 cents. 29 cents for the kid's meal, along with an adult meal purchase. It's terrific. Now, you may like something else on the menu. You can't help but like it. They've got so many different taco selections, and they're all delicious. They've got quesadillas. They've got nachos. They've got salads. They've got anything that you're looking for, but... The great thing is, every time you eat a meal of Tacos for Life, you are providing a meal for someone who is food insufficient. And they have done that to the tune of almost 33 million meals. That's what they're closing in on, 33 million meals. So help out at someone that's food insufficient and enjoy a great meal at Tacos for Life. And that's Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater, joined by Ray Tucker. In a moment, we'll be... Joined by Coach Mike Denbrock by way of LSU. But first, Raymond, you need to talk with our man, Stuart. Talk to Stuart at Saracen Casino Resort down in Pine Bluff at Saracen.com. Stuart, NFL game tonight, Cincinnati and and Jacksonville. There sure is. Uh, We've got uh, Jacksonville's 10-point favorite in that. And uh, due to kickoff, 7-15 on ESPN. So uh, plenty of time to get your bets in on on that game. Got an over-under, the 40-and-a-half, which seems like a little low for these two teams. But uh, Jacksonville is a 10-point favorite, which is a big swing from previous years. I know you don't have any odds on who's going to win the Bros Award, do you? <laughs> no, I don't. I, I, I don't I, have that. I had, to, I, had to, I had to ask you. I just had to ask Throw you. it in, Raymond. Throw it in. Things things are cooling <laughs> off a little bit for you guys, slowing down. But you got in NBA, National Hockey League, college basketball. Yeah, I mean, we really haven't slowed down at all. It's uh, we're we're still seeing uh, a surge of people interested in the different things that we have. We've got uh, college basketball. In fact, we had a Razorbacks game tonight playing Furman up in uh, Fayetteville, and uh, we've got uh, Arkansas is a eleven and a half point favorite in that game. Uh, we've also got the uh, bowl games up already. Uh, congratulations to Arkansas State, by the way, for making the the uh, Chameleon Bowl, um, and uh, they'll be representing the state for us. Unfortunately, the only one really got in. So, um, now you, already, you already have odds. You already have odds on those bubble games. 
Oh, we sure do. Yeah, we've we've got uh, we've got odds on. I believe just about all of them up by now. I know we have the Camellia Bowl up. Um, let's see. I'm seeing. Yeah, it looks like just about everybody's up. Uh, well, you, you, all, you all make it very interesting, as with Archer, don't they, Randy? Absolutely. That is, by the way, BetSaracen.com. Go get the app yeah, thanks, the Stuart. App Store. Thank you, Stuart. And uh, you can go to the App Store, BetSaracen. And be sure and check out the Double R Prop specials for tonight's game. Mike, you didn't know that I set uh, all these different lines for the games. I had, I had Jane Daniels for like... 112 yards passing and 55 yards rushing against Arkansas. How'd that go, how'd that go for you? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't go very good, Coach. <laughs> Man, does it does it having the Heisman Trophy? I think he's going to win the Heisman Trophy. Well, I hope so. Does it make it easy as an OC making different calls? And and I'm sure Coach Kelly says, uh, Coach, I know you know what you're doing, but make sure Jaden touches that ball as much as possible. Well, th- there's no doubt that uh, he has that that unique ability to erase uh, a lot of issues, uh, whether that's with uh, a poor play call uh, or with poor execution around him, uh, with some of the things that he can do with his arm and with his feet. And, and uh, so, you know, to have a guy like that, it, it's obviously very unique. You know, it doesn't come along every year, but uh, to watch him develop and where he was a year ago to where he is today, uh, it's just been fun to be part of the process and and hopefully help him in some little way uh, in his journey uh, that he's done such a good job of of continuing and growing in. Yeah, I was going to put a post in the ground, let's say start, this was last year, then put another post down, would it exceed the length of a football field, how much Jaden? Has improved. No, over I mean, one I mean, year. You, you guys got to see it firsthand. Sure. Obviously, we came up here last year, and in, in uh, you know, we he did not play very well in that football game at all. Uh, seemed like he was a little bit afraid to let go of it. Um, when we did, you know, I thought Barry Odom and the in the uh, uh, the defensive effort that that uh, Arkansas gave against us in particular was outstanding. I thought they were all over a lot of the things we were doing. And um, he struggled a little bit. And then you fast forward uh, in his ability to kind of transform himself as a complete quarterback uh, to this year's game. And and if we don't have him, we don't win the game. And making making throws, making runs, doing doing the things that Jaden does. And, uh, you know, we're just thankful for him and and thankful that he plays for the LSU Tigers. Coach, I don't know what he runs a 40 in, but he's very deceptive. I mean, he's so he's so lanky. You don't normally see that in a quarterback. I know when he transferred in the first time I saw him, I thought, "Holy smokes, this guy's going. He's going to give people fits." Yeah. And and you know, you got all this West Coast talk about the Heisman Trophy with Pennick and, and uh, the Bo Nix. Bo Nix. And I, I'm going like, no, the best player in college football is playing at LSU at quarterback position. Well, he, I'm not sure exactly what he runs in the 40 either. He's so smooth. It's kind of hard to tell. Right until he's by you, and, and even I get a lot of feedback from some of the other coaches, obviously from the other schools. Once they've played us, you know they say, you know, we 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 watched him, we knew he could make some plays with his feet, but we didn't know it was like that, you know. So seeing him, even seeing him live, is a different experience. <laughs> that's that's how much burst and how much twitch uh, the young man has about him. But uh, I agree with you. I, I don't know what more you could ask of a young man than uh, to shoulder the load the way he did for our football program this year. And, and uh, you know, the most outstanding player in college football lives in Baton Rouge. We are visiting with Mike Denbrock, the head, the uh, offensive coordinator, tight end coach for the LSU Tigers. Mike, every coach, particularly uh, if they lose the ball game, they like to say overs. The opening game of the season when LSU took on Florida State. Uh, first half was okay, but the second half, hmm, really bad. Yeah. If you could have one game over, would that one be the game you'd like to play over? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that one, and I think, obviously, um, if you look at it, uh, probably the Ole Miss game as well would, would kind of fit into that category. Um, even as, as, as big a score as there was in the Ole Miss game, there 
there was no missing the feeling from our offensive kids that we felt like we left some more out there. And, and we could have won the game offensively. We had we had a lead in the ball with four, four minutes to go in the game, and our expectation as an offensive unit is to stay out on the field and not give them another chance to touch it, and we didn't get that accomplished, and it ended up leaving there with a loss, which you know is something that we could have done something about. And certainly the 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 really the the failure against uh, Florida State early in the season. Um, I think it set the stage for a revival of who we eventually became offensively because I think we did grow from it. Um, it was kind of a slap in the face that, uh, okay, you guys are pretty good, but you know what, we got, we got lots we can work on, and it gave me an opportunity to really kind of dig into the details uh, with a lot of the guys. So I thought in the long run it helped us, but it was painful to watch. And we, we, didn't, we did not play very well in that game, and, and that's something we got to carry with us. The one thing that I would have never, ever believed talking about LSU football is that the offense had to outscore the opponent to win a game. Because, I mean, you've got some great individuals on the defensive side of the ball, but they, particularly number four, yeah. but you just couldn't <laughs> seem to put together as a team, yeah. as, a, as a unit, yeah. but yet... You had some of the best games from a spectator standpoint. We love watching you play because, <laughs> man, whoever had the ball last might have the greatest chance of winning the game. Well, it wasn't very good for my blood pressure. <laughs> I, I, I can tell you that much. But, you know, what, what I loved about uh, our our players in particular this year was uh, they were so resilient. And, you know, there were times we looked up, we were down 14. We looked up, we're down 21. That We looked up and... They're they're doing this, they're doing that, and our guys were just kind of like, okay, when we get the ball, we know what we're going to do. And that confidence in a unit and the strength of that unit doesn't come along, unfortunately, every year. And we kind of found the secret sauce this year um, as an offensive unit, and nothing shook them. And uh, they fully believed uh, right up until the the horn sounded that uh, no matter what was going on in the game, we were going to find a way to get it done. Coach, you, you've been in you've been in this business almost forty years. I, I got you. I got you by ten. But, <laughs> but, but anyway, you, we've seen major changes here. The portal, the NIL, good, good, bad, and I'm gonna tell you what it is. The wild, wild west. It is. It, it, it's uh, it's disheartening in some ways it is. you know it's it's not the game that all of us uh fell in love with and in uh and knew all these years and, and cherished uh, it's it's big business and uh from the players on up i mean it, it it's not exclusive to uh big business for the coaches it's big business for the players as well and it's unfortunately the 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 way things have kind of transformed in the college game and and you know my personal opinion obviously uh mirrors yours i, I don't think it's for the better i think it's unsustainable um i think we've we've opened a uh a pandora's box if you will to issues that they never imagined this would turn into but uh now they just you know the whoever is in charge out there seems to just dump it uh, into the the programs themselves to have to deal with, and uh, it's it's not a fair fight. Sure. And uh, there's a lot 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 that uh, has changed, and in, in, in not for the better, in my opinion. So guys now have position coaches and accountants. <laughs> <laughs> well, they certainly have. Yeah, they certainly have representation uh, from a number of different areas. So now, like one thing, correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm trying. I'm, not 100% totally familiar with LSU, but one thing that you had to overcome besides the fact of your defense not exactly doing their job, but uh, you started, what, one, but I think two true freshmen in your offensive line this year? Oh, that was last year. Last year, okay. So, yeah, both of our starting offensive tackles were true freshmen a year ago. Okay, a year ago. Um, So they were a little more seasoned uh, this year, and uh, you could certainly tell. Uh, because they they led kind of the consistency of the way we played the game up front, but yeah, that that is you know a, a byproduct some of that of kind of what we're talking about with the NIL and the transfer portal and uh, keeping guys uh, in the program, keeping guys uh, committed to the process that you've laid out for them uh, becomes harder and harder. So 
you're forced to play younger and younger guys in some scenarios where those guys may or may not really be ready to do those jobs um, and, and play to that that amount. You know, maybe they could get in, maybe they could play a little bit, uh, and obviously on the offensive line, that's a big one. Mike, thank you. Good luck to you. Appreciate you guys you so bet. much. Appreciate thank it. you for having me. Appreciate it, Coach. You bet. Drop time sports will continue. Home for Dallas Cowboys football is 103.7 The Buzz. Presented by Beachwood Pinnacle Hotels. America's team on your fun and game station, 103.7 The Buzz. Hi, neighbor. It's Garen with Shamrock Roofing. Fall is upon us. Don't go into the cold, wet winter months wondering if your roof will hold up till spring. Get peace of mind now. Visit shamrockroofer.com for a chance to win a new roof free. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, you're in the red zone for every college rivalry and divisional matchup all season long. I mean, where else are the scenic views as good as your view of the game? Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Hello, folks. It's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really easy, folks. Just come into Fletcher Dodge and ask for Chris or Andy. We'll buy any vehicle and we'll pay you more than anyone. We can't find enough vehicles at the auto auctions to meet the demand. So we're extending you this offer to the public. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. Hey, it's Howie at Robert Owen Jewelers, and I've got great gift ideas for anybody's budget. Like half-carat diamond studs, only $399. Free financing, bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices. Robert Owen Jewelers, five locations or online at RI. Duck season is here. $50 off any Beretta A400 Extreme Plus, 12 or 20 gauge shotgun. And the mail-in rebate for $150. Or get $50 off any Beretta A300 shotgun, 12 or 20 gauge. And the mail-in rebate for $75. For Thompson's in Sherwood. <laughs> Fellas, there's a lot of people talking about testosterone, but you need to do your homework and go to a provider that you can trust. I recommend Low T Center. It's where I get my levels checked. It's concierge medicine for all of us men. They specialize in men's wellness and customized testosterone treatments. It's quick. It's easy. You walk in, take a simple blood test, and get your results in about 25 minutes. Ball's in your court. If you've been feeling tired, grumpy, maybe you've noticed weight gain and loss of muscle mass, these could all be signs of low testosterone levels. Low T Center will get you back to living your best life. They have affordable and convenient treatment options, including physician-monitored self-inject treatments that ship directly to your home each month. Low T Center, quick, easy, simple, convenient, and most importantly, life-changing. Now's the time. Right now at Low T Center, it's only $25 to get your T-levels tested with results back in 25 minutes. Go to LowTCenter.com to book your appointment online today. That's LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You're in hog heaven. This is Drive Time Sports, a presentation of the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. If your business isn't banking with First Security Bank, you need to give them a look. Their business banking product is packed with valuable benefits, such as free online banking with free bill pay, business check line, business visa, business debit card, Direct deposit payroll services, safe deposit box, retirement services, commercial account analysis. These are just a few of the many benefits your business will enjoy with a business banking account at First Security. But it's more than just great products. At First Security, it's about providing a better relationship. They'll sit down with you over a cup of coffee just to learn more about your business needs. So give them a chance to earn your business. Bank better with a business checking account at First Security Bank. Because at First Security, their bottom line is making your business better. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, only in Arkansas, that's First Security Bank. Now, for the first time, we got to say it's the first time, Raymond, we have, we have a 
sponsor, and that is Summit. Summit Utilities is more than just your gas bill. They're your neighbors. They can work with you like a neighbor. Now, Summit can set up a payment plan that works for you and your monthly budget. So Summit can help you process rebates and save money on a new water heater. So providing energy that's always there when and where you need it. Summit Utilities, comfort delivered. We are now joined by the offensive coordinator, uh, Coach Will Stein, by way of the University of Ark, uh, University of Oregon, not the University of Arkansas. <laughs> I'm, I'm, it, it is programmed into me. Is there something you know that I don't know, Randy? <laughs> now, I think that's already been taken I know care of. Hogs mean a lot to this team. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, man, I, I, I know your dauber has to be a little bit down. You had a tough one against Washington. You came up just a little bit short, but uh, congratulations, though, on a great season. Yeah, I appreciate that. It was an extremely tough game. You know, the amount of work that you put in. In a year to, to have it come down like that is tough for, for the entire program, entire state, university. But you know, our kids fought hard to the very end. And that's something I think we're all proud of is the way that we fought, our resiliency all year, um, led by an outstanding quarterback, Bo Nix, um, with our head football coach, Dan Lanning. So uh, proud of what we put on uh, you know, for this year. Obviously, didn't end the way that we wanted it to, but we got a great opponent in Liberty coming up in this Fiesta Bowl that we're really excited about. And, you know, Bo's going to be out there playing one last time for the Ducks, so there's a lot to cheer for still. You know, way way back when, when a guy lettered, he got a circle around his arm, you know, and so Bo Nix wouldn't have enough enough sleeve to get all the years he's played college football on there. That's right. You know, he's uh, obviously had a quite the journey to, to get to Oregon, and, you know, I, when you watch him, you know, at, or- I mean, at, at Auburn in his time there and how far he's come, you know, as a quarterback, as a player, as a person, you know, just so proud of that kid. Um, he's put so much work into it. He's going to have a really long career playing football. You know, his father uh, was a head coach at Henderson State in Arkadelphia. As a matter of fact, Charlie Strong, whom you were with at Texas, oh, yeah. uh, Char- Charlie was there at one. Well, I'll take that back. Uh, Sporty Carpenter was a head coach at Henderson State, and somebody walked in the room and, and said, "Hey, we, uh, Florida needs a graduate assistant." And and uh, who was uh, Dwight Clark? Uh, Dw- what, what's the guy from Dumas? Dwight, he's in the Hall of Fame. I, anyway, I'm, I'm doing blank. Anyway, he said, "Oh, I got a kid, Charlie Strong. Send him down there." And that's kind of how Charlie got his start. That's right. Coach Strong was my head Dwight football Adams. Coach. Okay, yeah. Dwight Adams. Yes. Charlie was my head coach at Louisville. So I'm born and raised in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, ended up walking on there for Steve Crackdorp in 2008. Ended up starting as a walk-on quarterback for Steve in 2009. And then Charlie came in in 2010. Spent three years there as a player for him. GA'd for him in, in 13. And actually coached for Coach Petrino, with Coach Petrino at Louisville in uh, 2014. Followed Coach Strong down to Texas and spent my time there for three years. And went into high school football for two then Jeff Trailer got me out of high school and went to UTSA, and then Dan hired me last about this time last year. So it's been quite the whirlwind for me in terms of my career and my path, and um, wouldn't change a damn thing about it. Love Jeff Trailer. Dan Dan Lanning, uh, your, your head coach was a finalist for the Bros Award. What has he told you about this? He said it's a fantastic event. He said um, it's first class. Um, obviously, meeting uh, Betsy and Molly has been really cool so far. Uh, meeting Jeff and, and everybody that's involved in this foundation and in this event, and really excited to be here. Blessed, honored, humbled, all the above, and can't wait to get going. I'll give you a footnote. I doubt Will you were able to see this. This was at the conclusion of the game. Now, I don't know whether or not you were up in the box or whether you were down on the sideline or not, but. That last, I think it was the last interception that Bo threw, and he knew the game was over. He went to the bench, and he had a towel over his head. And even when the game was over, he was still hurting on the sideline, which said to me a lot about his investment he had made into the Oregon program that it hurt him that badly because he knew his team was hurt as well. So I thought that was a great testament to your leadership of how you've been able to, to instill into a guy that really, candidly, most of us kind of snickered uh, here in Arkansas when he left Auburn, put his name in the transfer portal, and went to Oregon like, what? I mean, Bo Nix is going to Oregon? Because you'd see some flashes 
but you saw a very inconsistent quarterback. What brought about some of the changes? What were the changes you saw with Bo Nix? Well, you know, I think in our system, we allow him to be him. Like, he plays free. He plays like he did for his dad, right. Patrick, in high school. Like, we're not strangling him into, you have to do this every single play. Like, if you know Bo, he is an extremely intelligent football player. He knows football as good as anybody in this room. I mean, that guy is smart. So allow him to be himself. Allow him to... to um, you know, say what he wants and feel what he wants and just accept him for him. You know, I think that was a big thing in terms of his transformation is that he's been accepted from day one out there, you know, and and he's obviously improved his game in spots where there might have been weaknesses before. You know, he's taken care of the ball extremely well. You know, only throw uh, three interceptions on the year and 40 touchdown passes. That's a pretty good ratio, mm-hmm. you know. So takes care of the ball. Um, he gets it out quickly. He makes great decisions. So, you know, he's he's transformed his game, yes, but I think he's in an environment that accepts him for him. Um, he's away from distractions. You know, he's the pressure is somewhat off of him for being Patrick's son at Auburn, you know, trying to, to be somebody that everybody else wants him to be. And he's thrived. And it starts from Dan and our head coach. And um, he sets a great environment for Bo. I think it's just like-minded people that are surrounded by other like-minded people, and it's it's worked out. Do the, do the pros like him? They love him. <laughs> they love him. <laughs> yeah. You know, we, we're fortunate, like all the guys that are here at this award, that you see every NFL GM and scout at your practice pretty much daily, and they're really there to see Bo. And I, I firmly believe he can be the face of somebody's franchise. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Again, knowing him, well, not knowing him personally, but watching him from Auburn. And now that transition. Um, well, if this, if we fast forward to 2024, the Ducks are probably preparing for a playoff spot. Are you looking forward to the expanded format going to the 12 teams next year? I'm extremely excited. You know, if you did fast forward, if we were in 2024, we would imagine that we would be in that playoff sure. right now. Unfortunately, we're not because we didn't take care of business the other day. But, yeah, I think it's going to be exciting, not only for the players and the coaches and the universities, but for the entire country to to really get a true potential champion. You know, it's still subjective right now. And, you know, you see what happened to Florida State the other day. and it, It's tough. Even when you go undefeated, you don't get put in the Final Four. So, um, but obviously the powers that be made the decisions, and we got to live with that. So it will be really exciting, um, and you hope that you can, you know, get in those the final 12 spots and make a run. And you're changing after how many years in the Pac-12? You're going to the Big Ten. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? <laughs> That's absolutely crazy. It's wild, man. It is. It's, uh, But it's fun, I'll tell you that much. You know, I, I grew up in really SEC country, you know, being in Louisville, Kentucky. My dad played at Kentucky, so I grew up cheering on the Wildcats like crazy. So all I really knew was SEC football. And then fast forward, I played at Louisville, which is a complete change, you know, from being a Kentucky Wildcat to a Louisville <laughs> Cardinal. was wild uh, back when, when I was coming out of high school. But whenever you think of Oregon, USC, UCLA, Washington, you think of the Pac-12. I mean, Absolutely. It's a historic conference, you know. It's unfortunate that, you know, it did happen. But for the, for the avid football fan, for us as competitors, I think we're going in an excellent league that is obviously up there with the SEC in terms of the best two to, to go play football. And bring on Ohio State. Yeah. Bring on I Michigan. Mean, we're going to the big house next year. That's pretty cool. <laughs> that's Ohio been, State's coming uh, to Eugene. That's better uh, than the outhouse, Coach. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but it's, uh, it'll be really fun. We're all excited about it and can't wait to get going. Well, good luck. Appreciate it, Coach. Thank and the Bulls Award. I appreciate Will that. Will Hour number two, it's straight season ahead. for giving, and Saracen makes it special this December. Play to win an incredible Mercedes-Benz CLS 450 from Mercedes-Benz of Little Rock. With an alluring look of luxury, the CLS 450 is a top-of-the-line Mercedes, and it can be yours just for playing at Saracen. Only 40 minutes away, Saracen Casino is Little Rock's closest place to play and win the Mercedes-Benz of your 